Welcome to Strongest on the Field Radio, where we aim to educate youth athletes, sports coaches, strength coaches, and parents on sports performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean is on the field radio. What's up? What's up? We got Juan G, Ronnie L. What's up, guys? We're hanging out in Hermosa Beach. Deuce Athletics. Sorry for the echo. Where's Kyle Henme? Kyle Henme? Um, you know, I'm wondering. Is, isn't he in Venice? I mean, I was there earlier, and I just drove from there. So unless he was driving there and took a nap, I, I, I really don't know because it's 12 o'clock right now. It's prime time. It is prime time. It's Either money studying, making time. making some money. So shout out to Kyle out there doing something. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and test you and ask you what books you're reading. There was a conversation uh, that we well, had. What, what, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Project Speed. Project Powered Speed. by Project Speed. Make sure to sign up for the newsletter. Uh, we have a, Currently, we have a, a challenge. It's a broad jump this month. I think uh, in the next month or two, we're going to make a live version of this. We'll go to the track uh, and make it kind of combine style. That's sick. Uh, and hand out some prizes. That's gonna be you can cool. also get the uh, do, uh, sorry the Project Speed Fanny Pack on store.dushim.com. Those have been hot. Yeah. They broke the internet. I was just dicking around, but <laughs> uh, I well, guess. Juan, man, Juan, we got to give Juan a shout out for his creative uh, thinking and, and for taking the risk on making the fannies. But, man, people are liking it's the fannies. It's on fire. And it's not only like a style thing. It's convenient, man. Like Actually, I went to the beach. Funny? has my wallet. Like, you can fit a water bottle in there. We were testing things on what we can sneak uh, in there. And, I finally understood purses. Actually, I, I mentioned this to someone. I was like, "This is this is a uh, very functional." Actually, um, yeah, I just have works. trouble sometimes getting it around my back. You know, my back was kind of big. You know, some heavy hitter shit, dude. You're <laughs> yeah, man. Putting in work. Um, but today we wanted to link up again. I know it's been a while. Sorry, and talk about finding your passion. Maybe a little bit more specific uh, career path. Uh, I think the way to go is maybe run everyone through how we got to where we're at. Fortunately for us, CrossFit came along and made it happen. And we were able to uh, follow our passion and make a career out of it. Uh, We're only on year seven, six, seven or eight of this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so we're looking for that 10 years before we have that overnight success thing. <laughs> um, I guess I'll start. I think growing up, for me, my passion was for sure very specifically playing soccer. Uh, that's all I wanted to do. That's what I thought it was going to do. Middle school and high school, you know how they give the little awards at the end of the year. I was most likely to be a pro athlete. Um, so a set of false expectations was set for me. Uh, that, so yeah, are you going to be a professional athlete? That's your jam. That's easy enough, right? Right. Um, so that's what I thought it was going to be. During high school, now that I talked to my mom a little bit more, she also said I had an interest in business. I, I did a lot of business courses, and in the summer, I went to this summer business institute. I remember driving to Rosemead to get dropped off. My mom would make that drive, which is a long drive from Santana, uh, which gave me a lot of 
time, public speaking, being in front, creating business plans with now has proven to be, I would say now a strength of mine. Um, at some point, I idolized Donald Trump and wanted to be in real estate and wanted to go to the school of Cornell because they had a school of hotel management. Donald Trump, listen, he's a very polarizing figure, meaning you either love him or you hate him. But when it comes to business and negotiations and it. building a brand, I mean, you can't hate the man. Yeah. Listen, I'm not condoning. I'm not supporting what he does in his Are you going to vote life. for him again? Listen, man. Let's not get into that. I, I'm gonna stay neutral. I don't wanna. I don't wanna lose any listeners. I don't wanna get anyone mad. Don't worry. We I'm, only got fifty, man, so we'll I, go out of fifty to forty-nine. Bro, who you vote for is that's your right, man. You vote who you want for. Now, I'm not saying that I voted or didn't vote for him. I'm just. I'd rather keep that uh, personal. But here's the deal: the man knows business, and so for you to say, "Hey, man, I think that he has a lot of good ideas when it comes to." Uh, negotiating and building a, a company and a brand. He's got That's it. a good person to follow. You, you you can't you have to separate what he does on his personal side and yeah. you know who he's paying off and all this stuff. Um, but, but yeah, so hey, Donald hey. Trump. You looked up to Donald Trump. Yeah. Damn. Why? Uh, why? What, what stood out? Well, I think at the time social media was not that big, right? So anything that pops on your radar is big. So he was like a first person to like be on the come up as a celebrity slash person business person like who, who yeah what other what other business person could you name at that age um yeah warren uh, sorry warren, warren buffett, buffett is another like one there's three people bill gates bill gates warren uh, buffett and then donald trump it's and, kind of it and because he wasn't president and he wasn't uh in a position to well, and i'm younger so i don't really understand the rest of the yeah. Things. But what I want to say is that Donald Trump at that point wasn't in a position that was criticized as much as being a president. Yeah. It does, you know, when you're the president, you're going to have half the country love you and hate you. Um, but when you're just a businessman, like when you saw Donald Trump back then. It's just based on numbers. People, yeah, people people all love Donald Trump back then. It's just that he became president. And now everyone's like divided for the most part. But yeah, keep going. Um, so you, you saw Donald Trump. You saw how successful he was. And. And building businesses, and yeah. I was just walking his uh, his golf course in PV. Yeah, it's right beautiful, here, right beautiful here down the golf street. course. Um, yeah, so I mean, there was a primary focus of sports. The second focus of that was like, well, I want to be rich and make money. That's not really a passion, though. Uh, we'll get into that. I have something to say about that. Okay. And then I ended up going to school and studying business because nothing else really made sense to me. Like, logically, I was like, well, I can't like, take all the other stuff and have a practical application was my thought to it. So if I fail, I'll just go be a business person, whatever that means. Uh, and then I quit soccer thinking I could go try out later. Went to the military. Uh... At that point, I started to realize, um, in, kind of in line with the military getting out, I, once you're in the military, you try to reason and rationale why you would go to war. And in my head, I can't, it came down to, there are soldiers, Marines out there that are doing that because of people that are back home. So then you start thinking about family. My yeah. family gets to go to the gym because I'm out here flexing. Yeah. Right? Then I went to go try to be a fireman, worked on an ambulance. I was like, I like to help people, but 
then I realized not at this capacity, which then brought me back into fitness and training and realizing, one, my passion eventually was I just want to be at the gym. I don't know why, but the, the gym, it always was a centerpiece for me. There's people there. There's fitness, there's working out, there's hurt, there's pain, there's discipline, there's shitty trainers that I know that I'm better than. Like every gym I've been to, like the gym at school, the first gym I worked at, going to 24-hour fitness, LA Fitness. I'm like, yo, these people are whack. They don't know shit. Like, read a book. Looking back, right? Looking back. So I'm like, yo, I I know way more than these people and they're just not applying it right. Luckily, I ended up at a CrossFit gym and realized, oh, you can get paid for this type of thing. Also, most importantly, you get a free membership to the gym. So I could be here all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, I finally narrowed down. What gym was that? Which one? CrossFit gym. You said you were... You finally- Deuce Gym was okay. the only gym I've been to. Okay. Um, narrowed. And, 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 and just to be clear, it's not the modality. So it's not that it's necessarily CrossFit. Um, but it was also the formula. It was also the person running the gym that taught you the most. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a little of both. Okay. Right? So um, the, 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 the format of how a CrossFit business works, yeah, cause you it, saw value in that. Cause it empowers the trainer and the coach, right. As compared to other gyms where the other gyms are mostly based on PT sales. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. fitness is really secondary at that point. Yeah. This was the focus and value on the coach and the trainer. So right. I was like, oh, I, I, you can be in a leadership position. I just happened to land in a very fortunate spot yeah. to where Logan was preaching that to the highest level. Yeah. And then it opens up, up your brain and your mind to have and think of the possibility to make this a career. Uh, I think uh, about... Uh, 24, 25 years old. How old are you now? 28. So, Damn, so not baby. that long ago. Uh, I said, like, oh, I could, I could, I can make this as big as I want. But it only took me, let's say, 24, 25 years to figure that out. Um, looking back, I for sure wasted time in college. Um, and we'll talk about uh, how if I were to do it all again and now being in a parent position, how I might go about um, mentoring or parenting Lucas mm. to make his decision based yeah. on the information he gives me. I could only guide him. I can't really give him the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got? What's your story on kind of ending uh, up here? Yeah. So, well, I want to go back to you. You said you, you enjoyed the gym. Like you found the gym. Uh, and you just knew you wanted to be in the gym. Um, why is that? Why did you, why did you just know after uh, experience, experimenting with firefighting, being in the military, um, why did you want to be in the gym? I think other, other things that before I had a gym life, I liked socializing and I guess I was good at it. Yeah. An example of this, I was ASB vice president at a very prominent high school. Okay. So... Uh, looking back now, I was like, oh, so I'm good at, like, stirring people to do shit. Yeah. And the military is kind of the same thing. Yeah. To where, like, hey, there's a, a there's a thing that I want to accomplish in my head. Can I steer people to do that? Yeah. Uh, and I think that also comes from team sports. And that was, that was way before I even stepped into a gym setting. Okay. Uh, I have always felt like 
there's always things going on at the gym and you can be yourself. Yeah. Right? I can, Juan can be his fucking self at the gym. Yeah. Where in, in different environments, I probably can't yeah, no, be myself. For sure. There's something good about having you can do whatever you can look however you want you can and i look like a fucking disaster but you feel but you're you i am me and there's something so valuable about having freedom to express who you are at any time you don't have to keep yourself yeah you don't have to you gotta look fit but besides that yeah (laughs) outside of yeah and yeah you take care of that um oh that's cool yeah 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 um so personally, I don't, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but for me, it was just figuring out where I was happiest. What I, I would, um, so for those of you who are thinking about what do I do in life? What is my career? What is my passion? Um, I just want to recommend one book and, and that one helped me a lot. And it's, and it was the alchemist. Mm. Um, I haven't read that yet. You haven't read that. So when I was, uh, so I had a, I had a corporate nine to five, high paying job, all the benefits, everything. Um, and I met Logan and he started to tell me that life doesn't necessarily have to be the same structure for everyone. Like you can succeed and have a beautiful life and not do the traditional route. And so from what I recall, you were hesitant to this. Man, it took me Why? A, a year because I was raised from a family that didn't of have Latinos. Any, Latinos, man. Um, and so for them, the American dream was to have a, a 9 to 5, 401k, retire. a blue collar, not blue collar, white collar job. White collar. A white collar job. They don't want you to do blue collar anymore. No. Um, in hopes that that would uh, give me a good shot. In America to succeed and have a successful life. Well, that's why they came here. That's why they came here. And so I got that job and then I turn around and one day say, hey, that I don't like this. I don't enjoy it. I, 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 I think I want to pursue this gym thing. And, you know, as a parent, they were like, what the heck? Especially because gym and fitness does not make sense in Hispanic, Latino households. No shot. No shot. But Logan, luckily for me and... I mean, this can probably be some of the origin to this, his book, the Goat Right book, mm-hmm. um, just uh, encouraging us to pursue what we truly want to do. And so the, read the book, The Alchemist, great and book. And then read Go Right. Read Go Right. At the, now, that's the book now, right? Yeah. Um, have you read it? Have you? No, no I haven't got it because it's April. This week, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on the official release yeah. already. I mean, they have it at the gym, but then I felt bad. Yeah. Because then it, it takes away from someone else reading it. Yeah. And I'm behind on books. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Cal Henry. <laughs> well, hopefully you're reading something. But, okay, so I, I read that book. And in that book, it talks about your personal legend. What is it that you are meant to do mm. with your life? And so I, I, I sat by myself and thought it deeply. Like, where am I happiest? What is this world calling me to do? What is life about? Can you picture what that looks like? Back then? Back then, I just had my joy, my happiness came in the moments at the gym. When I I was at my happiest, when I would go to Venice, I was at my happiest when I was working out. And I knew um, that it was going to be a challenge because I was getting rid of my safety. But Another thing is I had someone who believed in me, which was Logan in the gym and people there. And they believed in the 
uh, in this. And so having that was, was very valuable. But um, uh, two questions I would ask myself is, what would, I, what would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? I love leading people through workouts, teaching them about movement, teaching them about how to, how to get stronger, how to be safe. I like teaching them the ins and outs about human movement and strength and, and, and seeing people get better and fitter and stronger. How rewarding is it, Juan, when you see people crushing their back squat, crushing their deadlift, that joy when they let the bar go? When you see them get... Yeah, it's dope because every time someone PRs, I get to PR. So every I get to PR every test day times 20. Every single time. I mean, the happiness that we get as coaches to see people get fitter, get stronger. Yesterday, shout out to Celia. She's a member here in, in Hermosa. She was pumping out double unders like no one, man. Cranking. I could not... I, I couldn't believe it. And there was this deep joy inside of me to see her do these double and she was stringing them and she was going and I was just happy I was happy for her and I was happy for us I was happy for everyone and what is the price on that you know how how often do you get that in your everyday job yeah I almost never had that deep down joy joy in the bottom of my heart when I was in my a white collar job Uh, and so that's a good question for you if you're trying to figure out what you want to do. It's like, where do you have get the, that deep down joy? What, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And so that, that was a question I asked myself. Hold on. Before you go to that yeah, second one, uh, you had a very good point of you enjoy that feeling when you went to the gym. Yeah. I enjoy the feeling of training and seeing the results directly correlated to that and the happiness and the endorphins. And I wanted to be the messenger in that, the coach in that. Like, yo, I can, I can teach you to have that feeling. And there's a feeling that you don't know about yet that you're going to fucking crush. And the first time you have a big PR, you're going to be bought in. Yeah. I like uh, providing that guideline for people. Yeah. Right? Because I just started Strength 101 today. Sorry, but like with a bunch of newbies. I'm like moving slow and I'm like, dude, I'm so excited. You guys are terrible movers. Yeah, right. I'm so excited when I get a really bad mover. Yeah. Because when you leave from here, you're going to fucking crush it. Yeah. I'm excited when I get really bad moving athletes that are like good in their sport. You're like, you're going to go back and you're going to crush it. You, you, as coaches, guys, I want to, I want everyone to understand this. We get so much out of seeing people improve you we literally help change lives right the confidence that comes from just knowing you got better knowing that you are stronger knowing that you're healthier um your self-esteem just goes up especially in the high school population man. yeah because and only, the females and and yeah my females. one of my new favorites is the the female one yeah. Right, because like, I, like having a female get be comfortable, go grabbing a bar, know which bar is theirs, or even grabbing the the heavier bar. Yeah, like oh this this is my rack. I got my own weights. Like get out of the way. I'm like dope. Yeah, talk shit. For Let's sure. go. It's 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 so rewarding. You know, it's like I do a bad job though of in my head, but this is just my personality. Of I'm happy with that. I just don't really express it. Yeah. Hey, but yeah <laughs> so that, if you get that's like just a, a personal, per, that's your that's personality. My, like I'm super happy in the morning because the yard is filled with people. 
Um, and I don't, I, I, I'm trying to do a better job, but like, that's just my jam of like, dope, you're fucking crushing it. And that's as ecstatic as I get. We made, <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's about it. I mean, it's kind of like, if it's like playing sports, if I scored, it'd be like, dope, that was cool. Let me see if I could do it again. Yeah. But that's me at my like happiest. For sure. Hey, that's, that's, at least you know what it is, you know? And, you know, there's so much, there's so much value that we bring and we feel we, we provide to our members. When you stand in front of the whiteboard before you're a class, think about how uh, everything people go, go through to get here. Mm-hmm. People drive far sometimes. Far. And you're making their lives better. Do you know that if they commit to this, their personal life, is go- their physical life, their personal life, their social life, everything is going to get better. We are bringing value to this world with what we do. Some might say, oh, it's just fitness. Mm. Bro, it's whatever it is. Call it what you want. But people are getting better and people are walking out better humans and and and. Better humans mean a better community. Better community means a better life. Better, better, And it just keeps getting better. This is very, very important. That's how I see it. And there's a lot of joy in that. Um, so what I want to say is we didn't talk about money up to this point. It's, it's thinking about what is going to bring you joy. And then after that, figuring out how we can... Uh, yeah, we'll talk about uh, that. Was one of my points up there as well. So, he, so here's uh, a way someone put it. Um, his name's uh, Phil Hobson's, uh, uh His name's Phil, um, and he defines. He says this: success is not about making money. Success is finding out how you're wired and doing it to the point where your needs are met, and and you're having great joy in your life. So, figuring out how you're wired and then using that and doing it enough so that your needs are met. Those are your finances, your, your, you know, your things that we, we have to yeah. pay bills. Um, and at the same time getting joy out of that. So, so with that, uh, uh, one of the points up here is, um, at some point you need to sit down or with someone else have another pair of eyes Kind of see what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, which is not... sometimes you don't see it in yourself. Right, which is really hard. So it, it, a maturity level, an objective pair of eyes, whether it's your own or with someone else, uh, and figuring out what you're good at to monetize and what you're not so good at to maybe work on, but not necessarily count on that to be the thing that makes you money. Um, we'll come back to that for the, how to monetize. Cause at some point you also need to get paid for sure. Um, so the big, the, the biggest thing is having a personal conversation and figuring out where is your deepest joy? Where during your day are you having the most fun? Um, where do you feel your, you feel fulfilled? I think that's a big aspect about what we do in life. Life, it can be it could come and go in a in a second, right? It's a very it's a very sensitive um, thing, and, and nothing is ever guaranteed. So, if we knowing have, that you you have a responsibility to act on it, yeah, act on it, and 
you know, what one, what brings you the most joy? And two, how do you, what, what brings, what, how do you fulfill yourself? What, where do you feel happiest? And where do you feel you bring the most value to, to society? And I think those two things are going to cross over. Where you feel you bring the most value, generally it's going to bring you a lot of joy and fulfillment. So starting there is a good spot to kind of um, start asking questions. Is this good for me? Is that what I want to do? Is that another thing I want to do? So And you can try and fail until you fail, find it. Fail, fail, That's okay. Fail. Try it. Do it. If my, my brother tells me he's going to work at a pizza place, like, good, do it. Try it. See what you think. Maybe you want to run that thing. Maybe you want to open a chain of restaurants because success can be had in any industry, any industry. And that's, I'm just being very optimistic and, and, um, and I'm thinking uh, abundance, like, Dude, there's enough for everyone. There's, yeah. You just, so I don't want you to limit yourself based on, oh, it's hard to get in. Oh, it's hard to well, make they're all going to be hard. Exactly. They're all going to suck. Straight and up. There's going to be 10 years you got to put down before you make it to the beginning. And, but chances are if you have fulfillment and joy out of that thing, you're going to be able to stick out those 10 years. Yeah. And that's the key. That's why that is very, very important that you enjoy it without having money necessarily being involved. If you do it for money, one, you're going to burn out. Two, you're just going to hate your life basically because money will only bring happiness to a certain point. I, I've, I don't know. Uh, I've heard interviews of millionaires saying like, I did it for the money, but once I got the money, it was hard for me to wake up in the morning and yeah. do it again because I already had what I wanted. And so then I had inversely, to, like I've heard people like, oh, I didn't really do it for the money. I just happen to be rich now because I dove so, too far deep into it. That I became the best. That I became the best. <laughs> which was like, uh, there's one of the points I wrote up here is that the passion done correctly, it equals freedom. An example of this is uh, it then allows you to study that or sharpen that craft to the best degree that you can possible because otherwise you will never commit to that an example of that is i've watched way too many powerlifting videos and that allows me to see more reps and have an opinion when i see someone lift yeah if i didn't like that i can't help people that much yeah uh, so it gives you some freedom to feel comfortable confident uh, to be educated in whatever your field is, yeah, which then allows you to monetize it because you now you're the expert in that. I love that you said YouTube because there, if let's say you listen to this and you're like, okay, I want to be a chef, all right. There are so many reasons, so much information on being a chef. There's so much information on. The greatest restaurants in the world. Think of the greatest gym in the world. Think of the greatest restaurant. Think of the greatest whatever, architecture firm. Whatever you want to do, whatever you picked. There's so much information on, on online, on YouTube. Um, and uh, just go there and just go deep. And learn, obviously learn from the best. Try and find the best gym around your wherever you live. Think if you're a chef, find the best restaurant. And learn from the best and that's going to allow you to get those mental reps 
that will ultimately lead to that freedom because you are going to probably end up being the best in your field. So there's a lot of information on YouTube, man. If there's a pa- like, I same. I'll I'll just spend 20 minutes looking at um, either weightlifting or sprinting. Uh, there's so much information out there, and it's and it's everywhere. So find what you think that passion is, that joy, and just go in. And gen- most of the time, it's it, the what you spend your time on YouTube doing ends up being that passion. Um, that might be a good indicator. And like, what what are you doing in your free time? Look at your history. I well, hope it's good stuff. Well, mine's uh, mostly uh, Ryan's Toys Review or YouTube Kids, <laughs> um, you know, because my child watches stuff on there. So the play next is not really a video that I want to watch. But, uh, yeah, take a look at your history yeah, and see the stuff that you're looking at. Um, hopefully it's a little bit more positive than not. Uh, at the same time, while we're on that topic, if you spend enough time studying, you'll find truths to your craft. Uh, obviously, we keep coming back to training, but yeah, uh, like for example, we developed Project Speed, and over time, we found truths to principles because there's a lot of uh, different thoughts, um, and now I can't stop but to stare people running at the track and feel in pain mm-hmm. but that's a different subject uh you'll find truths to develop also your own opinion once you get to the point that you can develop your own opinion you are at a pretty high level of mastery i think that took me a while especially with movements to where at first i was just reciting it yeah which now I like no well this is my opinion and this is how I view it based on my experiences yeah that's only taken a lot of years um but you I, I would challenge everyone to get to that level in accounting or billing boxes or airplane fuel yeah whatever yeah exactly get it get as many get as many reps as possible and um you know there's there's a lot of resources online. Um, if you're thinking about working for a company or a career, hey, what is it like? What is it like to be uh, an accountant? What is it? I don't think many people are out there like, yeah, I want to be an accountant. That's my thing. But um, there's a website called Glassdoor.com. I was looking at it, and they have all these. How much does a CrossFit coach make? <laughs> that's a personal. That's a relative question, depending who the coach is and how much how much time on YouTube they spend uh, building their craft. Um, but man, you can, that's the thing, right? You talk to Logan, it's like, well, you can make as much as you want to make. It's up to you. It's like in any of the fields. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you can learn a lot from, from, uh, did you take that amplitude test in high school to tell you what career path you should do? Uh, I don't think so. I've heard of it. Maybe I did, but I, I I think it's just so fake. Like, you're going to tell me what I like? No shit. I know what I like. Right. I always thought it was pointless. Right. Uh, But, okay, so let me ask you this. If you were to do it all over again, what would you tell your younger self? Man, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to regret, I don't regret the experiences I went through. So I don't want to say, don't do that job. Right dummy you're gonna hate it because it solidifies what i'm doing now when i have tough days in the gym i'd rather do this than be at a desk for sure so it's very important to have to have good and bad experiences in life 
because it's all going to come back to, to either help you um, or change course. And but so what I what I would tell myself in if I was back in school is ask more questions, experience more. I didn't get I didn't get many jobs. I was I couldn't get hired anywhere. No, I tried, but I'm just, no, non hireable. Maybe because I was short. <laughs> Maybe there was a height requirement I didn't know about. Bro, you you you'll be running that now. Whatever that was. But I would I would just. Um, ask more questions. Intern. I would have interned more. Yeah, I didn't intern I, enough. That was the, one of the big ones. So, like, I wrote. What would you do? Uh, I would not gone to school. <laughs> <laughs> Two. I think um, it is very helpful to find a mentor, someone that's not your parent, um, to follow. Yeah. So, uh, idealistic, I would like to have someone mentor Lucas. Like from ages fifteen and up or something. Yeah. Like just go hang out with this person, be around this person. Yeah. Okay, you didn't like what they do, go hang out with this person. I will pay that person to let them have you hang out with them. Wow. Uh, I think that's way more valuable than reading a textbook and then go inversely the other way, right? Because I spend more time now reading textbooks than I ever did in school. Uh, because of the passion thing, the, the it equals the freedom thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if we could, I'd rather invest in that and have like, what? Dad, I really like real estate. Well, guess what? You don't really got to go to school for real estate. Right. You just got to go take this test and now right. it's hustle game time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that's something I would maybe tell my younger self, like go intern for people, go work for free. At, at some point, I would like to have enough money where instead of paying for college, I can pay for Lucas to go intern at fucking Sher- Sherwin-Williams. Yeah. Um, and have him like, oh, this chemicals make up this color or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot more valuable. And I think that's what education is headed towards. I don't know if you have that feeling. Um, but kind of experience that real life and two try to figure out if you need to go to school or not to be in that career yeah doctor for sure you want your lawyer to go to school yeah uh, technical jobs that you want to go to school yeah businessman that's there's no rules uh training there's no rules pro athlete there's no rules like you we can name everything else and there's no rules yeah you just gotta go be good at that I don't know what number that, what percentages, but I'd say, I would say like ninety percent. Yeah, eighty to ninety percent of jobs, careers don't really necessarily uh, require uh, a college degree. Higher, yeah, when was the education? last time you talked about your college degree? <laughs> so, like, uh, I'm not. Listen, I, I don't want to discourage. The, the, the dopest thing that would happen, right, is you find your passion and you're like. I want to be a curator at this museum. Yeah. I'm going to go to school and learn about it all. Yeah. At a formal setting. But what, how do you get to that point? Your, your you mindset do? is a whole fucking on a different mode. Like I want to learn all these things. Yeah. And in looking back, if I were to use my uh, entrepreneurship professors better, yeah, I would have gone oh, way man. more. Yeah. Right. Cause you're viewing it through a different lens. Yeah. So you're saying I want to be this. So I'm going to go study that. 
the process of you discovering that you want to be this is through that internship, is through that experience, is by actually doing the thing, right? Yeah. So if you could go back to college, what would you study right now, knowing what you know? I would study the same shit. Yeah? So you wouldn't... You would, I did entrepreneurship. Okay. So you said you, you hit it. You did what you wanted to do. I mean, half do. did it. Why half? I, I think I put 50% effort into it. Okay, but you picked the field. It was just the effort that was... The effort was lacking. Okay, so if you could go back, you obviously would do entrepreneurship. I would do it all over again correctly. Okay, so what, what, would, what would change? Uh, I think the results... Uh, I, I think I have a deeper level of understanding. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the route that I didn't study any sort of like physical development in college because now I have a, a right now a two lens thing right because yeah at some point which uh, it allows me to think on the business side as well man that's huge right yeah you think about 80% we just said we just threw a number out there 80 to 90% of careers don't require higher education now all, all, all that you need to be good at that you can get through courses i mean you can you can yeah you can get all that you without. can shadow so if you can learn entrepreneurship it, at that age how valuable and and obviously not just go 50 percent. i'm saying go right. hard and really learn entrepreneurship so you have that foundation so when you start your career and whatever you want to do now you understand what it takes to uh, network, what it takes to market, what it takes to uh, uh, build a brand, all those tools that most people who, let's say, just studied kinesiology in college. Which we see what happens now. Now they don't know how to brand. They don't know how to network. They don't know how to market. Um, or sometimes I think they get stuck too stuck on the technical aspect of it and they and just get frustrated. Yeah. They're, and I'm like, well, okay, you know everything about the swap, but no one's listening to you anyway, so why does it matter? Yeah, they're all going to the guy who's who's got the dope shirt, who's who just who knows. like half knows what's going on, but they're winning. Yeah, yeah. Be somewhere in the middle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You you need to have it all. You need to have. You have to be well rounded. But you know, it's it, it's it's tough. School school is good, but I think there's something to getting experience in certain jobs and, and opportunities before you do school. Um, but, uh, yeah, one thing I just wanted to mention is, uh, when we talked to Carl Paoli, he mentioned Ikigai and this is this Japanese model of, Oh, I do remember now of, of, uh, of a good life. I'm, I'm, I'm screwing that up, but, um, it's very simple to Google I K I J a G sorry. I K I G A I. Um, and there's a lot of information on that on the internet. You just Google that Ikigai. And, and, it, and it creates this uh, Venn diagram and it has four different pieces to it. Um, and it basically helps you define your passion, your mission, your vocation, your profession. And, and all these things kind of come together. And if you can create a list and define that for yourself. So what are you good at? what you love, what the, what you think the world needs and what you can be paid for. If you can define that individually and personally and sit down, answer those questions for yourself, it's going to help you at least 
uh, see past the fog. You can see a little bit better and maybe at least have a starting point of maybe I think I want to be a coach. I think I want to be a writer. Um, and now you have a reason why. Because you made a list. Now you have reasons why you want to be a coach. So when things get hit the fan and things get hard, you can go back and, and figure out why. Because no matter what we do, no matter how passionate you are, things are going to get tough, right? You're, we're all going to have ups and downs and it's going to get challenging, um, even if you are in the right field. But you have to know why you're doing it beyond money. Because at some point, hopefully, money's not an issue. Money's not a problem. Um, and so once you get to that point, what's going to motivate you to keep doing it? Yeah, I, uh, I think it was really great that you said to come back and revisit it in that uh, I think about this sometimes and uh, I see it sometimes. And I guess the thought is regardless of what you choose, I think fulfillment comes in two ways one how it fulfills you personally like selfishly i selfishly i get to have a lot of lifters yeah one uh, at a basic level two in your immediate world how can you affect and change the world you don't have to do it at a global level but can you do it here at deuce athletics yeah it doesn't have to be grand all the time and it's not going to be yeah there's small wins every single day yeah like uh people ask me like oh like your days are so long how do you get through do you not get tired i'm like no dude every time i have a session with someone i am changing their life and if you lose that then yeah you're gonna get burnt out yeah i get i get to hang out with you today i get to be the best part of your day which is the reality of Honestly. it, right? Right. And I will be doing you a disservice if I talk about how tired I am and being grumpy about it, which is not fair to you because you're giving me money for it. <laughs> uh, I'm getting paid to do this now. Yeah. Um, wow. I would do that regardless anyway. Uh, just look at how it affects your immediate world. Because sometimes as a business owner... Now that I feel more like that, you might get stuck in thinking of the next thing over there. Mm -hmm. And I have to do this to change the world over there. Mm -hmm. But I have an immediate access to a lot of people to positively change their lives now. Mm -hmm. um, so you keep coming back to the simple thing of why you started it. Yeah. Otherwise, you will burn out. I, man, it's... You, you, okay, so you said that we, we don't change the world immediately, and I agree, right? Uh, me leading my 5.30 class tonight is not necessarily going to change or impact the rest of the world, but I am impacting somebody's world. Yeah. And that's how much is that worth? I think that's worth That could be the whole world to them. Like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just keep going back to uh, the fulfillment thing and, and realizing how, how short and, and – uh, relatively short your time on earth is and so i encourage you to really follow what you love what your passion is because if you um if you just give in to your 50k job a year you will eventually start to just 
resent things and you'll start to hate things and you'll, you won't, you won't be happy. And before you know it, 20 years are gone by and you're, and you're, you're nowhere you want to be. And, you know, how are you going to maximize your life? And I think figuring out what you would do, figuring out where that passion comes from is going to be very important. So Juan, if, 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 what job would you take if you didn't need a job? We're not taking the one I have now. Would you take what you what you're doing now? Uh, I would obviously, but I, I've always wanted to work at a school. I thought thought that would be dope. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of in the similar capacity. Yeah, and, the, and, uh, and I, like I, I would maybe enjoy like a, an athletics director, maybe a principal. Yeah. Uh, I would maybe occasionally get suspended by how I behave. Uh, if I had the freedom to act how I wanted to act, yeah, it would be dope to be a principal of a school. I always thought that would be cool. Yeah, and just let me be me. And yeah, I occasionally cuss, but because I fucking want you to do better. Right. Uh, and 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 I think we're too goddamn soft now, and you can't do that because you're at a school and politics and whatever. Yeah. Um. But I think that would be dope because I think at the root, so going backwards a couple of steps, at the root of it, I surprisingly like to help people. <laughs> of course. My strength, though. No one's, no one, my, I don't my, think anyone would my, argue that. My strength, though, is fitness. Absolutely. So that's my vehicle. Yep. So there's been past instances and experiences where, uh, like, for example, in high school, I was a youth advisor to the city of Santa Ana. However, it moves way too slow for me. It's not dynamic at all, so it just pushed me away from it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe when I'm balling and I have all the free time in the world, like, oh, fuck, fuck, I'm going to run for governor. I don't know. Uh, and I want to act the way that I want to act and tax sugar. Yeah. And, like, look, we, you can't be fucking poisoning your goddamn selves. Yeah. And I'm going to tax you for being overweight. Maybe not that extreme. Like, uh uh, but if you're if you're not doing anything about it, uh, I let's let's move to not being so goddamn soft. Yeah. Um. You you just can't go out in the world acting like that. But based on the question that you asked me, yeah, principal would be cool, um, or something in politics. Because at the end of it, I, I like to help people in my own weird way absolutely my mom says i have a maternal instinct i guess okay but i'm gonna punch you in the face <laughs> i'm i'm mostly gonna push you into the water so you learn how to swim yeah i'm not gonna hold your hand while you swim for sure and that's why <laughs> but uh, what i'm hearing is basically to some degree what you're doing now but on a grander scale um and and that's basically what i would do too it's i would basically want to lead and help people um through fitness at this point um and just on a grander scale, I wish I could have a, a group full of, of 50 or something like that yeah. and just help, just crush, man. I think, just, I think it would be so cool at school. Like you get a, f- a whole freshman class every year and the classes before that lead on the behavior and the things you have to have. Like imagine starting school every day and everyone in school has to start with a CrossFit class. Yeah. Or strength class. Yeah. And the gym is so goddamn big that there's like six to eight coaches out there. How fun would that be? And you're like, shut up. Did you wake up for that? How dope would that be? And And, and it's a cool thing. And it's not a stigmatized thing. And it's not just an athlete's thing. And it's like, y'all, y'all are getting strong. And with that mentality of like, yo, you got to crush it. Like, 
one, you're hyped now. Two, you have more energy. Three, hopefully your nutrition's on point because now you got to recover. You want to do better. Guess what? You're going to crush it in class. So if you're listening to this, you hear, <laughs> you hear that passion? You hear that passion that's coming out of Juan? I just get angry a little no, bit. But, so that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's the passion you should have for whatever you're doing. If you're getting pissed about it and frustrated, maybe that's an indicator that's a good thing for you. Exactly. You just got to turn that energy into a positive thing. Now, everyone's not going to want to be a, a strength coach like us, but the principle is the same. The passion, the fire, you just heard it from Juan. I'm with him on that, and that's why we picked this. We... We, we want you to have that for yourself. Yes, money is important, but you can learn to make money. There's whatever you're thinking of doing, there's someone out there who's rich doing that. And doing a half-assed job. <laughs> Most likely. A half-assed job. So you can do it. You can do it. What, uh, um, let's leave with this. What are, let's see, three actionable things that you would maybe give someone to start to move into the direction so going through that exercise the ikigai would be an awesome start and again shout out to carl for introducing that to us um again you can just google that and and making a list what are you good at and maybe you can do it with that you, earlier you suggested getting a, a second pair of eyes mm-hmm. so maybe you can do this with your loved one or someone you have i wouldn't do a loved one maybe like a, a degree of distance away yeah right yeah 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 sure because sure. if it's too close, they might be too nice to you if you don't have that relationship. Exactly. So there you go. Um, going through that list. And if you go through it, make a list for all those things, Juan. What do you think? You think you're going to get a good idea of a starting point? Yeah. You yeah. want to read them off? Um, so we, we're basically going to create four columns. And um, you're going to make a list. And each column, one column is going to say, what are you good at? The second column is, what you love. The third column is going to say what the world needs from your point of view. And the fourth column is going to say what can you be paid for? Okay, so you're going to go through that, make a list for yourself. This is a personal list. And then, I, I, I mean, you really have to Google this so you could see, you could see yeah, what I'm I th- talking about. I think, about. though, like with those, you can start to narrow down some things. You can start to narrow things down. So then once you figure out what that looks like, what career, what thing you can do, make your own goddamn career, right? Sorry. You yeah. can make your own career at this point, right? You can be the first chef, coach, I don't know, um, but you can, you can do your own thing. So once you have an idea of what you want to do, um, look into – Who's doing it the best at this point? I think that would be step number two. Yeah. Who is crushing in that field? Um, that would be step number two. And then step number three, take an internship. Ask questions. And, and that's. I, I would commit to an extended one too, not just like a month. Like in the month, you're like still breaking barriers. Yeah. Like three to six months is like you, six months is a good deep, especially – Seeing that person tired, you being tired, the there's because there's also going to be stuff that you don't like to do, right? Uh, and I think every oh yeah career has that oh yeah, and you don't get to feel that until you've spent a lot of time yeah in it yeah. I think something that I did when I picked to do this, I made a list of pros and cons, and so whatever pro free membership. <laughs> 
Cons, you eventually stop working out. <laughs> oh, man. That's freaking crazy. That's so good. Sorry. Facts, man. though. Hey, that's true. But listen. Or you're, you stop working out to the same amount that we use. That you want to. Yeah. Man, you get to choose one thing. I chose bench rest for now. What? I chose bench rest for now. That's the thing you are doing still? Well, I haven't been able to squat, so I switched all my efforts to bench rest. What's your PR now? Your bench? 375. Bro. That is ridiculous. But I haven't squatted though. That's I haven't squatted since October. Dude, you'll, you, once you start squatting, you're gonna come back. You'll be fine. Your numbers. I gonna be squatted like, three seventy five bench. That's crazy. That's crazy good, man. Obviously, you're gonna compare yourself to other freaking power no, world you can't, champions. No, so you can't. No, you can't do like, that. Oh, you'll I never suck. win. I suck. You can never. My win. My name's Juan. I suck, bro. You're crushing it, man. You can never do that. That's not fair to yourself. Yeah, because you, everyone is always acting. Should we not compete then? Because we're gonna get crushed. You're missing the fucking point. Right. Exactly. Anyways. So yeah, long term, long term. Yeah, exactly. Look at that career and what is the long term aspect look? What is the long term? prospect look of that career um ask a lot of questions i don't know if we went over three but ask a lot of questions find the person who does it the best um an intern and uh make a list of pros and cons that helped me a lot i realized what i was going to give up by doing this and i would just and and i and i faced it right from the get-go and i said okay i'm gonna one thing i'm gonna give up is the stability of a of a very defined check i know exactly how much i was going to make every month um, yeah, I, but you didn't create that, Ronnie. What? You didn't get to create that. Someone gave it to you. But but it was nice, though. I, I, <laughs> it was nice when they gave it to me. Trust yeah, me, man. That check was nice. That yeah. check was nice. Uh, I was single. There, there was one thing that you talked about, kind of, can you see yourself doing that? I, I spend a lot of time. Well, not a lot of time. I spend sometimes picturing what I want my life to look at, and I push my energy towards that uh an example is i want to be the soccer strength and conditioning coach all right what are the steps i need to do that in order to do that mm-hmm. uh i now think mm-hmm. about like what 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 do i want when i'm 50 i want to be this really big ass dude that hey if you want to go be a soccer player or you want to do some powerlifting in this area yeah you got to go see one what do I need to do in order to be that person? Yeah. Um, so uh, that might be a different exercise to kind of help you visualize what that is. Yeah. Right. Um, I try to kind of sh- show my quote unquote lifestyle and like the daily things that I got to do. This is what it means to be a coach. And yeah. it just does not mean teaching. No class. filter. No fit like I, I gotta do all these other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you see me posting about programming all the time. I spend a you lot do. of to- time programming. Yeah. I'll do snippets of things that I'm reading. Um, yeah. This. Yes. Right? Like this is, I think, uh, an accessory to the thing that we wanna accomplish, which is help people. We're just now selfishly, one, getting better at speaking, which I think we've done a way better job at. Yeah. Uh, and two, the fulfillment of like, we get comments now of people listening to this shit. Man. Which is fucking insane. And yeah. we're like, we're still trying to get people to listen to it. Uh, and I think it's dope. And I think we're still kind of really growing on it. Uh, but it, again, the twofold thing, selfishly, one, I get a better skill out of it. Two, yes. there's a fulfillment. I've also found 
with good taste, if I do something selfishly for myself, I'm able to help more people. Yeah. Do you feel like that? I, I don't know. I don't know if I worded that correctly. Man, if you just went to a seminar and that you could say that's selfish because it's who, yeah, else is going, who, else, who else is going. No, it's just you. But yes, you're right. That is going to ultimately spill over to the people around you. And you taking care of yourself, working out, adding that third workout, sure, might seem selfish, but you're going to feel better. Um, you're going to learn more. I guess it's what you do with it that, that makes it worth it, right? Because exactly. it would be stupid for me not to share that information. Yeah. Then at that point, you're, you're not, one, practicing for yourself. You're no longer being selfish. Yes. Right? Because you get better yes. as you teach it. Yeah. And two, no one benefits from it. And the, what is the point of that? Generally, guys, people will be very helpful. Call. Oh, very helpful. Email. Call, email. There's no rules to it. Reach out to your fucking favorite person. Yes. Most people got help along the way. Logan got help along the way. I got help along the way. Juan got help along the way. Nice Everyone help. got help along the way. And so we are – most people will be open to advice and, and to helping you. So don't be afraid to ask. reach out and ask. If I got a DM like, hey, how did you do that? I've had that. Someone DM'd me and they asked me about running or something. And I, I'll message them because I know I know how valuable that is, not just because of the advice but the openness to help. And I give them faith that there are good people out there. Yeah. And and so. Well, you also got to think about that person, or they took the risk to message yeah, me. So there's a risk, and they're I get a little vulnerable to like, hey, can you help me on this? When you do that, people will respond and help. Yeah. It took me a while to ask. Yeah. Now I fucking ask all the time <laughs> because again, selfish. Like I I want to fucking learn so I can get better. Exactly. Um. No, it's so exactly. It's how you use it. How you use that it. That selfishness, how you use it. It makes a difference. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got, man. Uh, R.I.P. Nipsey. Yeah, poor Nip. Well, it's, yeah. Uh, Listen, yeah. I mean, he kind of. We'll just well, leave who knows it at that. R.I.P. Nipsey, uh, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, make sure to follow the Deuce Athletics blog, the Deuce Gym blog. Follow Ronnie, Ronnie Lopez 21 or. Or seven. 21. Or seven. That was my number in college. Why do you, Ronnie and Chris, have the number? I have the number because that I love that number. I just love that number. All three of you have a number. I don't know. Who's, like a who's the third one? Kyle. He has a number? Yeah. Like 22 or 02. Or, Kyle had me two. We played sports, man. We, we, I played sports too. We, Anyways. What's uh, your, what, mine's just JL Guadarrama. No number, huh? No number. Can we change that? Can we yeah. remove the number? Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. You can mature at some point. <laughs> uh, make sure to follow at underscore project. Hey, give us a speed. Uh, okay. So if I change my handle, give me some suggestions. I would just go your name. I, if we're doing it at a professional level, I would just go Ronnie Lopez. Just that? Just that. What if it's taken already? You got to find out. DM that person. You can go Ronnie underscore Lopez or Ronnie Lopez underscore. Yeah. I mean, you're more popular than they are, so you'll come up first. I got to look it up. I was thinking we should also start something and we should post it on Instagram before we uh, record Mm -hmm. to have people submit some questions and maybe we can answer. That'll be amazing. Uh, Let's do that next time. I I just haven't been professional enough, but I'm copying what other people do. Copycat. Picasso said it. You're not stealing. You're not trying. (laughs) 
Show me, coach. Bye. Bye.